This is Brunch with the Hollowells, and to start us off is a quote from Sean. Well, ring around the rosy, a pocket full of spears. Thought you'd be pretty foxy, didn't you? Well, the last to go will see the first three go before her, and her mangy little dog, too. <laughs> I don't remember that quote. That's awesome. Right, a pocket full of spears. I don't remember that at all. That's so awesome. Did you know, when I was younger, I was obsessed with these books? Yeah, you know, it. it I was grown when I found out that there were actually books. Mm-hmm. There was The Son of the Witch or whatever and oh, some no, no, other not stuff. not those ones. Oh. Those are newer. Oh, okay. What books? That's what, are you what Wicked about? is based off of. Oh. The what are we, musical. What are we talking I'm about? I'm talking about the original books by L. Frank Baum. I don't know. Because <laughs> there was a special at the end of one of the uh, releases that showed all the books. So I read them all and I love them. Ah, okay. So for those who don't know, he was quoting The Wizard of Oz, The Wicked Witch. <laughs> Very good. Thanks, I, yeah, I have no idea what those books are. I didn't. I had no idea. Thought it was an original screenplay. No original work out there ever. Yeah, no, it's not original. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, welcome to brunch with the Hollowells, everyone. Uh, I'm Rob, the Charm Fanatic, and I'm Sean, and I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> we are on episode 15. I want to thank you, Sean, for like we reached 1,000 plays in 15 episodes. Yay! It only took us three months. I, like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm glad that people are listening to this, and we've got fans who come back every week, and we just reached this milestone quicker than I ever imagined. It's because so we're awesome, Rob. We are awesome, and this, again, just gives us more motivation to make every episode even better. So let's get started. Let's just do it. I'm, I want to talk about the woogie. <laughs> let's just do the woogie. So episode 15 aired February 24th, 1999. It was written by Chris Levinson and Zach Estrin, directed by John T. Kretschmer. And the title is, Is There a Woogie in the House? Question mark. So, Rob, I felt lied to you. This was not a tie-in to There's Something About Mary. Nope, there was not. I know you were expecting that, and yeah, so sorry. When did Mary come out? Uh, when I was young. I remember my friend's mom took us all as a group, and she did not expect it to be that raunchy. So the whole time after, she's like, do not tell your parents that I took you. Do not tell them. <laughs> Some about Mary was 98. Yeah. So, but I guess it really d- depends on when they filmed it and the reference. Would we even get it right away? No. Exactly. But yeah, nice try. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get started. Okay. So we started on the manor. And there is a earthquake that rattles the house and it knocks a portrait of Grams to one side, which when we saw this, I'm like, who's that chick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So this is the first appearance of Grams. You had no idea who she was. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yep. And then Phoebe sets it right. And the sisters suspect that there may be a gas leak. So they call a repairman. 
who Rob thought the repairman was like really hot. I can't wait to see where he goes on Rob's list. <laughs> have you ever been in a earthquake before? I have. What What was your first one like? Do you remember your first one? The first one I really remember was at my grandparents' house, and it was funny because I did everything wrong because I was so young. All my cousins were sleeping over with me, and there's this light hanging from the ceiling from a chain, and one of my cousins was sleeping underneath it, and we were too afraid to go wake him up, so thank God that didn't fall. Wow. And I told my other cousin, like, let's go get under the stairs, which was like a overhang, mm-hmm. and they told us later, like, that was the worst place to go because there's nothing like holding it yeah so yeah we were all just stupid oh man (laughs) i remember i was at a friend's house which was just up the street from my own home and there was a bunch of friends over and the walls started shaking and we thought it was one of the couples just like having sex in there but then the rest of the house started shaking we were like oh fuck no this is not them having sex this is earthquake so it lasted for about five seconds and we were all pretty rattled, and I just ran home immediately because I was, like, freaked out. It's not like I was like, oh, what's this? I don't know what an earthquake is, but it was the first one that I actually felt. Okay. And it was, you know, I didn't find out afterwards that there was an earthquake. Like, I was in it, and it was, like, things were shaking. Right. So I didn't freak out as much, but the thought of an aftershock really, really got to me. It was on my mind for most of the night. Mm. But we never had one. And yeah, this was in Washington when it happened. I'm actually kind of afraid of earthquakes. I don't like them. Well, I don't think anybody is not afraid of them. You should see my grandma. She's like, they're fun. I just sit up on the bed and it's like a ride. And I'm like, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, she's ready to go is what it is. (laughs) She's totally done. (laughs) She's like, I'm not leaving this house. I've been here for 80 years. (laughs) She's going down with the boat. Hey. (laughs) All right. Back to the show. Sorry about that. Prue starts freaking out because she has been talked into holding a dinner party because of her boss, Claire. She's like, we got to get this fixed as soon as possible. So the gas man arrives and enters the basement and Piper and Prue, meanwhile, are teasing Phoebe about her childhood fear of the boogeyman. Or in their case, the boogeyman, but Phoebe being just as young and (laughs) she calls it the woogeyman do you think the word boogeyman was just copyrighted so they had to turn it to woogeyman that could possibly be (laughs) yeah something like that did you believe in the boogeyman no i was told about the boogeyman but i didn't worry about it i didn't do the whole monster in the closet or under my bed thing i was scared what i saw on tv that's (laughs) where my childhood fears came from was that screen it was never like stories or anything you know who does believe in the boogeyman Lori Strode. Yes, she believes it, and if you were smart, you would too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I've always been more afraid of, like, actual people, because people do fucked up things. How can we be so into horror and all the supernatural stuff and not have the imagination that those stuff was real? Yeah. That's so crazy. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, never in my house. Hmm. Okay, so the gas man, meanwhile, in the basement, sees a big crack in the floor. So what does he do? <laughs> it's time to investigate. Right, I'm let's start, take a chisel and just shove it down into poking crack. stuff. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> let's play Operation. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. So um, a black 
of fog emerges. It's the Woogie Man. Yeah, that has the deep manly voice. It does. Yeah. He's going on my <laughs> man meter. Right. <laughs> you can have the repair man. <laughs> it tells the gas man that he has freed it, and it begins to pulsate and expand, surrounding and completely engulfing the gas man. This sounds so much like a porn right now. It is. <laughs> So later, the gas man enters the kitchen, looking expressionless and speaking in an oddly flat tone. He tells the sisters that the problem is bad, but he will have it fixed by tonight. Back in the basement, the enslaved gas man turns to his shadow. This is like a Peter Pan moment. Yeah, very shadowy. Yeah, the mm-hmm. shadow's like doing its own thing, and the he starts sh- talking to it. The shadow was evil, right? Yeah. In the, in, no, not in this, but like in Peter Pan. I don't think it was evil. I well, think it was just the, playful. In the Disney cartoon, yeah, but I heard in the books like he was really bad, and so it was a shadow. But I could be wrong. I didn't read the books. I don't remember the shadow being evil. Okay. It's been a while, though. Yeah. I remember Peter in the book was just very like forgetful. Like He didn't care about anything or anyone. So he even was like, at one point, like Wendy's struggling to fly and like catch up to him, and he's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would love to see a story like that. That'd be so hilarious. (laughs) Okay, so then he turns to the shadow and says, Which one do you want? And the shadow points and says, Phoebe. Yeah, (laughs) just with that voice, huh? We then go to Professor Professor Whittlesey. Uh, She meets Prue at Buckland's. And uh, she tells Prue that the original house was destroyed in 1906. Um, during their earthquake and that the manor was actually built over what is called a spiritual nexus piper um is off going to the wine store to get a specific wine for dinner for their dinner party uh she calls per or prue calls while she's there announcing that there is going to be one more guest that is attending the dinner party so now she has to figure out how she's going to expand the meal and pick up some extra stuff at that time she bumps right into a gentleman named josh who has the store's last bottle of this clara jensen 1993 wine that is specific for her meal uh she wants the bottle for herself and josh is like no i grabbed it and it's mine and go screw yourself And Piper's, like, trying to convince him to go for a different wine, but he's not buying it. He's like, I wasn't born yesterday. Get away from me. And she's like, you didn't know I was a witch, and freezes him and attempts to take the bottle. But then she thinks, is it personal gain? Is it personal gain? It's personal gain, right? I think it would qualify as personal gain. It's personal gain. And Piper would think so, too, because she decides not to take the bottle from him, but leaves him frozen while she just walks away. Bitch. (laughs) She, again, has been using her powers like this quite a bit. This is her thing. She's out of control. Yeah. Phoebe, uh, back at home, finds that the portrait of Grams, who is alone in the house, by the way, uh, crooked a second time. She attempts to push it back to normal, But then the gas man calls out for her to come help him in the basement, claiming that he sprained his ankle. He doesn't have that deep woogie voice either. It's his regular (laughs) voice. He sounds very helpful, but he sounds very clumsy. He's like, yeah, uh, I fell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what happened. That's what happened. Come help me. Come help me. And she's like, "Um, I'm no fool. 
I'm scared of the woogie man, even though he doesn't exist. So I'm going to let a man helplessly just kick it in the basement by himself. You're afraid of the basement and somebody is in trouble. Do you go down there? She was like, I'm calling the cops. I'll call somebody to help you. I'm not going down there in her own home. Like, are you that scared of something to where you're like, I'm not going in there? Yeah, especially as an adult, like I would go down there. <laughs> but she was not having it. Mm-mm. But she's like, no, I don't want some a professional's help. I want your help because <laughs> your help is <laughs> now better. That's where it got weird. <laughs> <laughs> right? I wouldn't have gone down there. Yeah, at that point I would have. It's a little had. creepy and I don't know you, but then you hired him. I don't know. It's weird. But yeah, that sounded very shady. Mm-hmm. Phoebe is very frightened, but starts to enter the basement. She touches a childhood picture of herself and her sisters and has a vision of Graham's. Um, She has her hands out and she's pointing back at Phoebe saying, go back to bed. It's okay. You're good. Go to sleep. And then the vision ends. The gas man calls again and Phoebe enters the basement fully going downstairs. The gas man um, is then, uh, right behind her and blocks her way from the staircase. She turns around and she notices that the woogie man is there and is real. She is freaked out, but the woogie man enters Phoebe and possesses her. Sounds like a porn again. (laughs) So we are at possession number two. This time Piper, um, excuse me, Phoebe. First time it was Piper. Now Phoebe's been possessed. True. How long do you think it'll take before Prue turns into something? Next episode. Next one? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Piper enters the manor and finds Kit, who we remember is the cat. Yes. Yelling and frantically running out the door. The gas man jumps out and attacks Piper, who calls for Phoebe. Phoebe runs in, and she magically just has a baseball bat appear in her hand, which Which is interesting. It appears in black smoke, too. So, I mean, they don't mention that, but that right there is signs of evil doing Yep. But Piper didn't see it, so. Mm-hmm. And she, like, knocks out the gas man. She hits him hard. In the head. I'm surprised he didn't die. Yeah. Or was it the head? Was it the would back or the shoulder? Would you if you lost him? Yeah, I would have been super sad. Because <laughs> they'd have to get rid of the body. They, you know, it, it'd just be this whole mess. I'd feel really bad. Mm-hmm. And they call 911, and who do you think they would send but Andy and Daryl? <laughs> and I like how Andy and Daryl are basically like, weren't we just here? <laughs> do we live here now? <laughs> don't. Maybe they're just the only cops in their district. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> maybe Or maybe it's just like a joke upon upper management. They're like, oh, send those guys. <laughs> oh, look who called. They got them on speed dial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they find out, they run um, the records and find out the gas man has a clean record. And Phoebe is less than enthusiastic about her apparent new power. And much to Piper and Prue's surprise, since she's been craving a power all this time, she finally gets one and she's kind of like, I don't know if I want it. Yeah, whatever. Well, she's like, I can't get it to work anymore. And she's got this snippy ass attitude. Mm -hmm. And Prue sort of accuses her of using the Book of Shadows for this power because it didn't grow from premonitions. It just grew at random and just gave her some weird power that has nothing to do with premonitions. And Phoebe's like, screw you, you jealous hoe. I got it. And you're mad because you didn't get to play Wonder Woman. Mm hmm. 
And then the Woogeyman orders Phoebe to use her powers against her sisters. Yeah, so she goes back down the basement and the Woogeyman is telling her what to do. And at that point, we see that Phoebe is not totally gone. She's listening to him. So she's kind of back and forth Mm -hmm. dealing with this dark side of hers. Mm -hmm. All at once, the whole house starts to basically malfunction. Appliances, plumbing, everything starts to malfunction, of course, right before the guests arrive. And the guests arrive, but Piper has not finished cooking due to everything going wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And much to her surprise, one of the guests is Josh. And he has the bottle of wine. That's right. So San Francisco is just two neighborhoods. And it seems that people you run into the wine store will end up in your house eating dinner with you. That ever happened to you? (laughs) It not happened to me. Um, I will say this, though. No, I'm not going to say this. Uh, you don't want to say this? <laughs> no. Well, it has nothing to do with it, but I just recently chatted with this dude online, and turns out we like hooked up two years ago. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, small world, I guess. Mm-hmm. As the balls turn. <laughs> so, a strange-acting Phoebe greets the guests at the door. So, she's all just kind of laid back. And what did she say? Ah, yes. So I was going to bring that up at the end of the episode, but now that you bring this up, I'll read it now. So she says, my name is Phoebe. I will be your cruise director this evening. That's right. Yeah, that was random. Okay, so not as random. Fun fact, this is a reference from the famous TV series, The Love Boat, which was also created from executive producer Aaron Spelling, who also did Charmed. Oh, look yeah. at you. Yeah, yeah, so it was a little bit of a tie-in. You're so hot right now. <laughs> okay, and then Phoebe and Prue present duck medallions to the guests, but the dish proves to be a live duck. <laughs> <laughs> and as more strange malfunctions beset Piper, Phoebe conjures a knife, and she sneaks up about to stab her with it. But right when she's about to get her, Josh appears and the knife disappears in a puff of black smoke. Yes, yes. Um, And then Phoebe kind of comes out of it, too. She's not, I guess, under the possession at that very moment. But yeah, Piper is none the wiser. She didn't see or or notice anything. Mm -hmm. Phoebe instead gives Professor Whittlesey a tour of the house, uh, leading her into the basement. Prue and Piper are in the kitchen trying to figure out what is going on with the house and what is up with Phoebe, but they decide that it's time to take the guests to Quake and just have dinner there because obviously nothing is going right at this house. They are going to cut the evening short. They go and tell Claire and Josh, but Phoebe is already down in the basement with Whittlesey. The professor returns, acting very strange, very similar to Phoebe as well. Prue and Piper follow the guests outside of the house, leading them to their car, um, apologizing for the evening and also making sure that Claire isn't too pissed off. They start to lead back into the house and they are like, yeah, it's time to interrogate Phoebe because she's obviously the cause of all of this. And Phoebe is waiting at the door and Piper and Prue are like, what is up with you? Why are you tripping? And she's like, uh, you don't live here anymore. And you can't come in. And so Prue runs to the house. She tries to open or get into the house. And this electrical current just blocks her and pushes her away, just like Poltergeist. 
Oh, nice reference. Yes. And so they're freaking out. They can't enter the house. And Phoebe comes out of it. And she's like, I'm so sorry, and blah, blah, blah. But I can't help you. I don't mean to do this. And then takes her over again. And he goes, you don't live here. He does. And then she shuts the door using her hand. So she's obviously got telekinesis as well. Piper and Prue are then found sleeping outside, <laughs> just sitting on the porch till daylight, figuring out how to get back in. Piper tries to throw a brick at the window, and it too gets repelled. Uh, inside the house, Phoebe sets fire to the portrait of Grams, and it just burns. Uh, Piper and Prue outside in front of the house... They are going over all the events that happened in the previous evening, and they figure out that something in the house has taken over uh, Phoebe. To figure out what is going on, they go see Professor Whittlesey at the university. Meanwhile, Phoebe is inside, and she orders a pizza. She doesn't care what's on it as long as somebody um, delivers it. Piper and Prue find Professor Whittlesey being arrested. Josh says that the professor was in the middle of a lecture when she attacked him without warning. Bum, bum, bum. So you kind of know what's happening here. No. Right? I'm so, a complete idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. So anybody who goes in the basement comes out all ragey and whatever. And yeah. Right. Okay. So Josh tells the two sisters about spiritual nexus, nexuses. Mm -hmm. Nexus. Nexies. Nexies? Nexuses? Nexuses. Some like that. <laughs> they are equidistant from the five elements, water, fire, wood, metal, and earth. Which you brought it up too, but metal is not always used as an element. No, it's not. They usually just concentrate on the four. Yeah, so that was nice seeing metal included. What if the last airbender had used metal? That'd be sick. That'd be Magneto. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool though. You made the X-Men reference this time. I, I am so Son proud. Of <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> the two find that the manor is equidistant from the bay. Water. Mm -hmm. The natural hot springs. Fire. A Kenwood Park named after the trees that once grew there. Wood. Twin Peaks. Earth. And a place where they panned for gold as kids. When they connect the dots, they discover that the manor was built in the center of a pentagram. Pentagram. Connect the dots. Voila. <laughs> connect the dots. Wait a minute, who said that? <laughs> it's from that that movie where the mom gets possessed. I've heard of that. What's it called? Oh my god, I can't remember the, the name. The Devil of it. Inside. I've never seen it, but that sounds that scene sounds familiar. That little you phrase. You need to watch. I heard it's horrible. You need to watch. What's it called? The the other one. It makes fun of it. <laughs> the the Wayne's Brothers one that. I oh, the haunted to, house. Haunted house. The one that yeah. you have yet to show me. A haunted house too makes fun of connect the cuts. Okay. <laughs> She's still waiting to see it. I've never yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they find it's on a pentagram and it's in the middle of a Wiccan nexus as well as a spiritual one. So they fucked. Yeah, Prune Piper think that their family built the manor on that spot to reclaim the spot for good, and evil is trying to take it back. So one of the things that I noticed, or two of the things, actually I have two things. So while 
Um, Josh was telling them about the Nexus uh, as they were walking down the street. I noticed that Josh gave Piper this look of attraction. There was a moment there. I don't know if she felt it, but he obviously sort of saw her for the first time, I guess. Did you notice that? I didn't notice it then. I noticed it when they were fighting over the wine, though. Oh, okay. Well, no, fair enough. I mean... We can't assume that every guy that they run into is going to be some possible love interest, but it was at that moment that I was like, we may see him again. Um, but the other thing was is that they just totally drew a pentagram on a map that not even <laughs> theirs. It's the universities, and anybody can just walk in and be like, who drew pentagrams on <laughs> I'm like, are you going to take the map with you? Do you buy it? I, it was just a weird thing. They just walk into an office and start drawing shit on stuff that's, that's not even there. Somebody's going to come back and be like, am I cursed? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so something that I just noticed. Um, oh, speaking of, I made an awkward moment at work today. What happened? You'll like it. Okay. So my coworker was telling the lunchwoman that her hair's been falling out lately. And the lunchwoman was giving tips on, like, how to prevent hair loss. So I was like, maybe you're cursed, like, in the craft. And the lunch lady just stopped and went, huh? She didn't know what the craft was? No, and she doesn't speak good English. So my oh. coworker had to explain to her, like, never mind, it's a movie. And then she pushed me to walk away. <laughs> just go. Just go. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Andy enters the manor. And Phoebe leads him into the basement. I guess what does he go there? He goes there. Why? What happens? I forget why he's there. Oh, yeah, yeah. They call. There was a 911 call and they had to like break up a fight. No, something else. Why was he there? I don't remember. <laughs> he just showed up. They call for a pizza man, but he shows up. Yeah. I can't. Oh, God. This is so horrible. Well, are they responding to. No, because they already went earlier, right? Yeah, they already went earlier. I don't know why. Maybe he just shows up because they, they got. There? No, no, no. This is some. I think it's something. Well, yeah, else. I think so because Daryl's across the street still. Yeah, I think oh. it's just continuing their visit. Oh, okay then. So yeah, that's probably it. So Daryl is across the street as he's because they were both going to walk into the house and then they find out that, um. The neighbors, the neighbors are acting funny. Yeah, yeah, the neighbors are acting funny, but I thought it happened the next day. Didn't they throw out the gas man earlier yesterday? I don't remember. Yeah, they're over, he's over there for some reason. I don't know why I can't remember it right now, okay. but yeah, he goes over there, and then Daryl notices that the neighbors are fighting, so he stays behind, deals with that. Andy goes in. Phoebe is totally promiscuing herself on him and was like, I'll suck you off if you come down to the basement. <laughs> And he's like, okay. And so he enters in. And sounds like a porno. Yeah, yeah. This is straight up porno, this episode. <laughs> Daryl is dealing with the people across the street, and the neighbors are fighting for some stupid reason. It's very childish, but clearly um, one of the neighbors had entered into the house and come back out and started throwing things. Uh, Piper and Prue then come to the house. And they see Daryl and they're talking to him and notice that, you know, oh, the neighbors was inside the house. So something's going on. They go up to the house and they notice that Andy is just about to come out. Uh, Piper then comes up with the idea of freezing him just as he's walking out of the house because that means the house is letting him leave. And if they freeze, it means that the house is not locked anymore. So that gives them the pathway to walk in. Uh, Prue calls Piper a genius because Piper is everything, and she's the best. Get 
over it. <laughs> but as they walk into the house, they notice that Phoebe is frozen too. And their powers don't work on good witches, which means she's not good right now. That was so sad. It was very sad. Very, very sad. Uh, let's see. Prue and Piper begin to suspect that the Woogie Man is the is behind all of this. And remember the story that Grams had told um told about it. Andy walks up um after leaving the house and the neighbors are still fighting. He asks Andy for help and Andy immediately just pulls out his gun and almost shoots one of them and Daryl wrestles him, wrestles him to the ground and pulls his gun away and then Andy snaps out of it. So clearly he has a horrible bad side. He was about to shoot somebody like that. Yep. So bad. Um, Prue and Piper are up in the attic and they search the Book of Shadows. They have no idea what to look for because they don't really know exactly what it is. They know it might be the Woogie Man, but there's nothing in the book that says anything about the Woogie Man. So they retrace their steps to figure out exactly what it is that they are going to look for in the Book of Shadows. And they determine that it's from the basement is where all of this has started and that the Woogie Man is actually real and um, is a real demon and that um, they have to figure out and stop it. And it turns out that the nursery rhyme that was told to all of them is actually a spell. And that's why it's not in the Book of Shadows, because it was told to them as a nursery rhyme. Were you told any nursery rhymes as a kid? Hmm. I feel like I wasn't really told stories. Um, I had a lot of books, though. Uh, I was a reader when I was a kid. Um, we had, like, this big gold book that had a bunch of Disney stories in it. Okay. Um, I also read Willy Wonka a lot as a kid. And okay. Stuff like that. All right. Um, yeah, I fell asleep with the TV, so we weren't <laughs> given any nursery rhymes to fall asleep to. I just looked at the TV until I passed out. That's why between the two of us, I'm the most smartest. <laughs> <laughs> most smartest. Most smartest. <laughs> SMRT. <laughs> um, let's see where are we at. Just as they figure it out, they start to walk out. Piper opens the door, and then Phoebe is is um, found standing there. She grabs Piper and just throws her out of the attic and shuts the door, leaving Prue by herself. Phoebe then manifests a huge Jason-like machete, all <laughs> shiny and magician-like. This thing was not real. It looked right. so fake, but yeah, big old machete. And Prue tries to talk her down. But it doesn't work, so Prue then just flings her with her powers um, back, and then she runs out and and catches up with Piper, and they run downstairs. Um, Piper then is like, I'm out. Phoebe can have the house. I don't give a fuck. She's no longer my sister. I'm getting out of here. She tries to go out of the house, but Prue knows exactly what's going to happen, and Piper gets blocked as the house doesn't even let her out now. She gets flung open, electrocuted, and now they are stuck in the house mm -hmm. trying to figure out what to do. So Phoebe calls for help from the basement, and upstairs, Prue and Piper both just kind of look at each other and like, Trap. Mm, girl, it's a trap. Trap. So they know it's a trap, but they develop a plan to get Graham's story out of Phoebe so that they can banish the Woogie Man. Yeah, I think Phoebe is the only one who actually remembers the story because right. she believed the Woogie Man. Mm-hmm. So Piper remembers something about a shadow in the story, and the two enter the basement, and a flashlight appears in Prue's hand. 
The Woogie Man appears. Phoebe appears at the top of the stairs and conjures a knife. As it tries to possess Prue and Piper, they beg her to remember the story. So Phoebe's basically wrestling between the Woogie and herself, trying Mm -hmm. to help her sisters. Yeah. And Phoebe has a vision of Grams and at last remembers the spell. Yeah, the vision is now more clear. We see her still standing and reaching out, but now we also see the Woogie Man in her vision as well. Mm-hmm. So that's how she remembers the story. Are you ready for this, Rob? Oh, yeah, we have to read the spell. So this is a spell she reads. I, I am light. I, I am one too strong to fight. Return, return to dark where, where shadows dwell. dwell. You, you cannot have this hollow well. Now go away and leave my sight and take with you this endless night. Night. <laughs> I want to make it more dramatic. I'll push the echo button. Okay. <laughs> and she banishes the Woogeyman, and now the damage to the house is restored, including the portrait of Grams. That was kind of a cool effect, all the yes. wallpaper replastered and everything. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of Weird Science. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Piper meets Josh at his office. He's now covering Professor... Whittlesees. Whittlesees, that's right. Classes until she can face the board for her behavior. He offers her a bottle of Clara Jensen 93 wine. Um, Andy is suspended for two weeks. And Phoebe adds to the book for the first time, telling how to vanquish or banish a woogie man. Yeah, um, again, Piper and Josh share another moment, and he offers her a gesture, and clearly he's into her. Uh, Do we like Josh? No, she's with Leo. (laughs) (laughs) Leo left. He's gone. No, he's coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I love the way that Piper freezes things, especially when she's in a panic. (laughs) Every time they're like, freeze him, and she's just... Her hands make no sense when she's waving it either, but she expects it to work, and yet it didn't work against the Woogie Man at all, which I think is very interesting that this entity didn't work. It's that powerful that it didn't work to... I don't don't know if there was any other... I don't think we encountered anything that didn't work to their powers as far as freezing. That's true. Even the, the god worked on him. Yeah. Also, the Woogie... Man took forever to take possession of Phoebe and Prue. I'd have been like, all I needed was like, Phoebe, try to remember. And then done. Like, done. I would have taken possession of them. They took forever. They were like, try, Phoebe, try. I'm like, what is taking you so long? Take them over. What is happening? Because they're powerful, right? I know. But it's just hilarious. This long, drawn out, like, oh, my God, is she going to come too? Like, no. Woogie Man would have taken them over by now, but. Anyways, apparently they also discuss that Phoebe is more sustainable to be possessed by the dark side. And she believes it's because she thinks she's evil or more evil than the other two. Uh, And they just say, no, it's because you were born in this house. So you're closer to the nexus than we are, which makes you more vulnerable to the possession. But in your household, (laughs) Sean... Who is more sustainable to be taken over by the Woogie Man? Is it you, Chris, or Rachel? It wouldn't be Chris, because he's a happy-go-lucky asshole. Um, it'd be, be between me and Rachel. I kind of feel like it would be Rachel, because she's become this like 
bitter old hag over the years. <laughs> Jesus. Like I told her about RuPaul starting next week and she's like, if I go, I'm going to have to spend money. I don't want to spend money. I'm like, whoa. Like, I just want to have fun and hang out. Who asked her to spend money? Nobody. She does, She can go and not spend money. Exactly. There's no cover. She doesn't have to buy a drink. She's fine. That's why she get possessed. Okay, fair enough. Damn if I invite her. She ain't coming here and ruin my night. We didn't even discuss if we're going, but I just assumed. Oh, yeah. No, we're going. Okay. Oh, I cannot wait. Oh, we're so going. <laughs> we're going to that Christmas one, and then we're going to go right into... But it's on Fridays. I know. So you got to man up, give up your Fridays. But, I mean, I don't think we'll end up going every week, but... How dare you? But, you know, I definitely plan to go. So, Charmies, that's the end of our episode. <laughs> Is there a woogie in the house? <laughs> Hopefully we didn't scare you. <laughs> I think they'll be okay, though. They'll be okay. Would I'll you think, hold them. What do you think of this episode? I would say this episode was fun. Um, I didn't get a lot about it, though. Like, there's not new story, but it was entertaining to watch. I think if you knew how the rest of the series goes, this is one of those milestones. But, um, yeah, other than that, it was just, you know, something to, you know, have fun with. Everything was contained inside of the house. There was... Nothing huge going on, killing people. I don't think anybody died. Nobody died. Well, we didn't know about the repairman, but I assume he didn't. Yeah, I don't think he died. No, he just, I mean, he kind of came to, actually. He was knocked out and he did come to. So, yeah, nobody died in this episode. Just a lot of possession. Hmm. All right, well, very good. Next week is uh, episode 16. I believe it's one of my favorites of season one. It's called Which Prue Is It Anyway? (laughs) Love it. So just a couple of notes from this one. Uh, This is the second episode of Charm, which one of the sisters was possessed. Yes, I told you about that earlier. This is also the first time that a spell was added to the Book of Shadows from the Charm ones. Yay! Yay! Yeah, another milestone. This episode did a little lower than last week. Uh, It only pulled in 4.8 million viewers. Um, and, and yeah, and then I told you about the whole love boat thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You didn't recognize any of the music this episode. No. No. Yeah. It's okay. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. All right, Sean. All right, Rob. Let's get to our next segment. <gasps> what is it? It's time for Hot Man Meter. It's raining man. It's raining man. Hallelujah. It's raining man. That's all. All right, we have two contestants today. Uh, first is the gas man, played by Richard McGonagall. I know you meant three. <laughs> oh, three? Who's the three? Oh, you're talking about the woogie man? <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, he did play the woogie man, too, but yeah. Okay. Richard McGonagall, does he make your top ten? Although I would like his last name because it makes me think of Harry Potter. Exactly. No, he does not make it. Yeah, he does not make mine either. But what? no, he does not. You said you wanted him. No, you said I wanted him <laughs> to. But no, he doesn't make my top ten. Uh, but then we have Josh, our new suitor, uh, who shows up with some wine, played by Sean Christian. Jeez, even his name is sexy. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Josh? Does he make your top ten? I think he's attractive, but he's not my type of attractive. Okay. Fair so enough. Does not make my list. Not at all. Nope. Okay. Uh, Josh is making my list. 
I kind of thought he would. No, he is a very handsome man. I am putting him at number nine under Matthew Tate. That vampire is not losing his spot. I don't know who's going to end up beating him, but he goes there, and that means that Doug the Waiter is gone. No, oh, no. I know. This sucks. But it leaves um, number 10 of Lucas Devane. Who is Lucas Devane? So that leaves Lucas Devane uh, from episode 13 at, as my number 10. So we now have um, sort of a different top 10 now a little bit. So It's about time. I know, right? Yeah, no, I think Josh is super, super cute. He's, he's a bit of a clone, but I still find him to be really handsome. Question? All right, so that is our hot man meter. The other thing that I did want to point out... This is going to be our very last question of the week. Uh, We thought we'd have more shorter episodes and just more shenanigans and eliminate the question of the week. But I did want to read just a little bit of the answers um, from last week. In episode 14, we asked everyone, if you were Max's father and the son got kidnapped, how would you handle the situation? Um, aside from his dumbass getting shot, showing up unarmed and with no plan. I actually put up a poll this time, and I said you would A, call the cops, B, bring a weapon and try and save him, or C, just stay at home and comply with the bank robbers and just hope that they bring him home safely. Uh, 67% said stay at home and comply, while 33% say call the cops. Nobody said that they were going to bring a weapon and try and save him. Interesting. Interesting. I like that. I think that I would not be brave enough to rock the boat. I don't want anyone getting shot or killed on accident of me trying to save somebody. I It, it would suck that I couldn't do anything and feel helpless, but you're just going to make things worse. Yeah. Trying to save, trying to be a hero, so... But yeah, uh, that is going to be our last question of the week. Hopefully we'll come up with something else to involve you Charmies into this. But again, if anyone has any quotes or a a small review or anything that you thought was cool or funny from episode 15, uh, send us a tweet, DM us, or you can email us at bwthpod at gmail.com. And also remember to rate and review our show on iTunes for more exposure. Well, that's going to do it for our episode. Sean, thank you for watching another episode of Charmed. Are you still checked in? Do we like the show? Very good. Very good. (laughs) Uh, And thank you, Charmies, for listening to our episode once again. And tell your friends about us. And say goodbye, Sean. Goodbye, Sean.